it's been so good to start a new year, hasn't it? Here we are in 2023, and I am so excited. I am Frank Mickens. If we've not made any acquaintance or you've never seen my face before, uh, we are with Faith Fire Worldwide Revival Ministries, and you are watching or listening to Faith Fire Media. And here we are in 2023, and we're going to dig into what the Spirit of the Lord has been putting on my heart to share with you from a prophetic standpoint about 2023 and so we're going to talk about jubilee your rights and how to pray your rights and how to pray in a year of jubilee so we'll talk about what jubilee is and we'll talk about what does that mean for you what are the things that you have a right to in this season and how do you pray how do you approach the lord how do you go about your life as a living prayer in jubilee to receive that which the lord has already made a way for amen so let us pray and then we'll dig into the word of the lord father we thank you what a privilege it is to be called your children, your sons and your daughters. You have lavished great love on us. Oh, how great the riches and the depth of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable are your judgments and your ways past finding out. You are beyond our imagination, but you still invite us into that which we can comprehend, into that which we can apprehend. You want us to know you. God, we will know who we truly are when we see you face to face and we'll know ourselves better. But until then, God, we want to apprehend that which you have released into our hands in the earth as members and citizens of the kingdom of God. We're pilgrims on the earth, God, and so we are not citizens of this world. We are citizens of the kingdom and we need to know what it is that you have given access to in the territory that you have given us. We love you. We praise you. Now open up the eyes of our understanding that we might be enlightened and know the hope of your calling and the riches of your inheritance in the saints. We pray you'll do exceeding abundantly beyond all that we can ask, think, and imagine according to the power that works within us. Jesus, you said the kingdom of God is within us. And so we have treasure in this earthen vessel and you want it to manifest in our lives. We give you praise and I pray now that you make my mouth uh, obey your will, give my heart to totally to the ministry of your word, I pray that the word of my mouth and the meditations of my heart will be acceptable in your sight so that you might smile and be well pleased. Oh, Jesus, we love you and we pray in your name. Amen. The Bible tells us if we commit our works to the Lord, that he'll bring it to pass. The Bible says if we delight in the Lord, that he'll give us the desires of our hearts. And so it behooves us to delight in him, to know him and that which he has already unleashed for us so that we can experience it. Amen. We seek first the kingdom of God. And that's what brings us to where we are today. Jubilee. Jubilee is a spiritual concept in the kingdom of God. For the Israelites, it was a calendar thing. It was more manifest in the natural. That property that had changed hands over the past 49 years would be returned to its original owner. So there was a manifestation physically, a transfer of property, a transfer of territory, a transfer of possession back to the original owner, no matter what had happened during the interim period, okay? So in Leviticus 25, I'm gonna give you the background, the Lord himself, the Lord God, lays out in the law, this is a legal matter, the Lord lays out in the law what Jubilee is. It is a year. It is a 50th year on the calendar. So after 49 years, the 50th year is a Jubilee. And then after that, another Jubilee, 49 years later. And after that, 49 years later, there's another Jubilee. It's a cycle 
the Lord has instituted in the earth in order to return possession back to people who have lost their possession by many means. Now, to give you an example, you might have lost possession because you made a mistake. You might have lost possession because you found yourself in debt. Let's talk. We're talking about possession of land. Uh, you were in debt and you had to sell your land that belonged to your family. Glory to God. It was your territory that was given to you to steward by the Lord. But you had to make some money because you fell into debt. The Lord instituted in the calendar, the Lord instituted in the legality of the of the kingdom. He he put it in the law book, how possession would be returned to those who owned it originally. And so the original intent is what the Lord is returning us to when there's a jubilee. Think of it like Eden. The original intent of the Lord was for us to walk in Eden and Jesus Christ had to come and redeem us by his blood so that he could finish the work of bringing us back into the full worship and full presence of God. This is what he's about, restoring, restoration of what is rightfully yours. And we access these things in the kingdom of God by what? By faith, by faith. So I need you to hear this teaching, receive it by faith and then execute it by faith. This is not going to be something you do in your own strength. It's simply you giving your faith to the Lord and letting the Lord put that faith into action. He says, if you have faith as a mustard seed, that's all it takes to move a mountain. So what are we talking about in Jubilee in the present day? We're not talking about land. While it might actually manifest uh, financially for you, we're talking about things of the spirit and the soul. What have you lost? that is rightfully yours? What is it that you've never experienced because something happened in your family? You might be someone who was born an orphan, to give you an example. You did not know your father. The Lord might be bringing into your life someone in the natural to father you. Come on, Holy Ghost. You might be someone who has experienced financial trouble and due to some malfeasance on your part or just ignorance or you trusting someone with your money, what was rightfully and what still is rightfully yours was now forfeited by a mistake on your part. That can be restored to you. Amen. Now, let's talk about things like love. Have you experienced love? Have you experienced relationships of love? Maybe you've had an issue with your spouse or a child or a friend or a family member, a sibling, a parent where there's been breakage, where there's been a breakdown, where there has been tension, where there hasn't been a free flow of the love of the Spirit of God between you. The Lord wants to restore that which was is rightfully yours in this season. Lord God, we give you the glory. So I've been asking the Lord these questions. I keep saying to the Lord, does Jubilee just happen just because we're on this point in the calendar? And the Lord keeps saying to me, no, it doesn't just manifest. He keeps saying to me, know your rights, know your rights. So let's talk about the calendar. On the Hebrew calendar, it is the year 5783. And if you use the mathematical foundation of what I just spoke about, you know, 50, every 50 years we're looking at a jubilee. 5783 is a jubilee year. You might say, well, that doesn't end in zero. So how can that be true? Well, the first jubilee would have been year 50. But year 50 is also the first year of the next cycle of Sabbath years. So the Sabbath cycle is every 49 years and the 50th year on the Sabbath cycle is also a Jubilee. So you add 49 to 50 and then the year 99 would have been a Jubilee. 50 doesn't replace the first year of the new 
seven Sabbath cycle. It is the second year. It is the, still the first year of a Sabbath cycle. The math works out. If it doesn't make sense in your mind, just trust me. Just trust me on this, okay? So it doesn't just happen. Back to that. In the Word, the Jubilee grants you rights in Leviticus 25, but it doesn't just happen. So let's think practically. The person who has lost their property for whatever the reason has to demand their property back in some cases. So let's talk about in the natural. Let's talk about ancient Israel when they're doing this. Certainly if a person is righteous and they know my family has been in possession of this person's original land for however many years, it's Jubilee, I'm going to just voluntarily give it back. That's what a righteous person does. But let's talk about the enemy of your soul. He is lawless. He is a lawbreaker. He's not going to freely give you that which is yours. There's a battle. The Bible says that the kingdom of, of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. You have to take the kingdom of God by force. But the weapons of our warfare are what? Not carnal. They're not physical. They are mighty through God. And so we go to God to apprehend by violent force in the spirit realm to apprehend the possession that is spiritually ours from the enemy who does not naturally want to give it to you. Jesus told you told it this way. He says, how can you take the, the strong man's goods unless you first bind the strong man? Then you can take his goods. What is he saying? That which is in the spirit that has taken possession of what's naturally yours, it might be your peace. It might be freedom from habitual sin of some sort, pornography, anger. You might be bitter. You might hold unforgiveness and you have not been able to let somebody go. You've not been able to forgive. There could be all manner of strongholds you're experiencing in your life right now, binding spirits in your mind that are not allowing you to walk out the fullness of the freedom of the Spirit of God in your life. And so in this year of Jubilee, there's a favor, and we're going to get into this in a little more depth, but there is a favor on your request. Glory to God. And we're going to go to Luke 18 and talk about that in just a second. But you have to demand your property back from the enemy. He is unrighteous. He is wicked. He's perverse. And you have to demand it back. So in the natural, let's go back to the natural sense. In Israel, if the current owner doesn't release the property that rightfully belongs to that person who's requesting it, the person who, who knows it's theirs because of their family line, their DNA, I'm in this family. This is our family line. You are a son of God. You're son of the father. You're a daughter of the father. There is land in the spirit. There's possession in the spirit that is rightfully yours because you have his DNA. And so you have an inheritance from the Lord that is yours and he wants you to experience it. Somebody say amen. Now that might be a blockage for someone who doesn't believe that the Lord loves you. The Lord does. He sent his only begotten son to prove it. He loves the world and gave his only son. I would never do that. He's not like us. He loves so much. He loves so well. He emptied himself. Jesus came and emptied himself on the cross so that you can apprehend all that he has for you. That's why he says it is finished. And so you have to come and demand what is legally yours in the spirit. But you might have to very well confront the current property owner and demand they turn over what's rightfully belonging to you. The word of God literally says in James 4 and 2 that you do not have because you do not ask. He says you fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. What have you been struggling to apprehend, but you haven't gone to the Father? There's a favor on your request in this. Ask, even demand for our property to be returned. Demand your peace. 
Demand your marriage. Come on. Demand a right relationship with your children. Demand freedom from oppression. Demand freedom from memories of abuse. Demand freedom from religious hurt, from church hurt. Demand freedom from pride. Demand freedom from greed. Demand freedom from covetousness. Demand freedom from wickedness. Demand freedom from perversity. Demand freedom from secret sin. Demand freedom. Demand it. Every single one of us has access to every single one of God's promises as our inheritance. It belongs to you. It is your property. And we are talking specifically and primarily about intangible spiritual property in this teaching. Somewhere along the way, you might have relinquished what is rightfully yours. Things like love and joy and peace and patience, the entire fruit of the spirit. We might be talking about freedom. We might be talking about health. Overall, we are talking about wholeness. Where are you not whole? Write it down. That's part of your request in this season. Do you want the spirit of the Lord to heal you? Jesus would say, do you want to be made whole? He's asking for your faith to agree with his will. His will is for you to be made whole, but do you want it? Do you trust him with it? I believe this is the hour for some of us to demand from heaven what is rightfully ours. So what am I saying exactly? Is God standing in the way of your wholeness? No, I'm saying we need to make an appeal to heaven and demand from the enemy to give back what is rightfully ours. We're going to court. We're going to court. We're going to the judge, the father, to demand our possessions back in court to get it back from the enemy. So back in ancient Israel, they would do business at the gates of a city. People would bring their issues to the elders at the gate of the city to receive legal judgments in various matters. So they would do legal work. They would take on uh, legal matters at the gates. I believe it is time during this jubilee for you to go to the gates of heaven and pray for the release of God's justice over your life. Pray and ask the Lord to release the healing you desire in your soul. Pray to the Lord to release the healing that you have rightfully yours to possess in your life. I hear the Lord saying he's faithful and just to forgive your sin and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. Some of us need to confess sin in this season. It's a breakthrough matter to confess your sin. Ask the Lord to reveal where you're not whole and then ask him to grant you what is found in his word about that issue. So where you know things are out of alignment, you need to go to his word and look for that promise. So where you don't have peace, go to the word where the Lord promises you peace. Jesus says, I give you peace, not like the world do I give you peace. I give you peace that is everlasting. It is peace that remains. So where you lack peace, for instance, ask the Lord for peace. But go to the word so that you can apply your faith to the word of God, to the promises of God, to receive it. It is time we take possession of what we've given away to the evil one. I'm going to say it again. It is time that we take possession of what we've given away to the evil one. Again, in ancient Israel, we're talking about land possession. They would sell their land because of whatever the case. It was their right to, to keep it, but they might have fallen into a situation that they had not expected, that they didn't ask for. Come on, somebody who's dealt with some things that you didn't expect, that you didn't ask for, but they just came. Life happened. But the Lord wants to restore that which you lost or gave away during that season. Somebody say amen. Go to the Lord, who is the righteous judge, and request that he judge the enemy 
for taking what's yours. The Bible says what the enemy has stolen, he's got to return sevenfold. Glory to God. So take the enemy to the judge in prayer and demand justice. Demand justice. Listen to this. Let's go to Luke 18. I'm going to read this. And this is something to encourage people who say, man, I've been praying about this stuff for years. This is nothing new. Why should I expect anything new in this season? I'm going to show you. Luke 18 and verse 1, it says, this is, this is the New King James. Then he spoke a parable to them that men always, always, always ought to pray and not lose heart. Saying, this is the parable, there was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. This is Satan. Now there was a widow in that city. Widows represent those who have been dispossessed, those who are vulnerable those who have had a very heavy loss in their society in ancient Israel, to be a widow uh, was not something that people wanted to be. They typically were, were impoverished in some way. They were seen as oppressed, suppressed, repressed. Is that your story? Verse three, there was a widow in that city and she came to the unrighteous judge saying, get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I do not fear God nor regard man, because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she wearies me. So here it is. Your persistence in prayer will wear down the enemy. I'm going to say it again. Your persistence in prayer will wear down the enemy. How do we know this? Because it's promised right here. He doesn't fear God nor regard you. But your continual prayer wears down the enemy. Why? Because you have angelic help. He says, unless by her continual coming, she wearies me. Look, the enemy doesn't want you to wear him out in the spirit. He will relinquish that which he has taken. He will relinquish that what he has possession of that does not belong to him. Listen to verse six. Then the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect? who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? Does it seem like the Lord has taken a long time to answer your prayer? What is he saying? If you can wear out the certainly you can't wear me out. It might take a while, but I will answer your prayer, though I bear long with you. There are things he wants us to know about him as we wait. But in this season, there's great favor. Listen to this. I believe there's a grace for this warfare during the Jubilee year. The enemy might have had a right to take your peace due to some willful sin in your life. Many of us get into trouble with our mouths. We curse people. The Bible says, if you sow to the flesh, you will reap corruption. The Bible says, if you, if you sow bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. So if you sow words, we you know seeds represent words in the scriptures. If you sow words of cursing and hatred and opposition and criticism, you're going to reap corruption from that. Some of us need to repent. That's why we need to ask the Lord, where is it I'm, uh, that I'm not experiencing the fullness of your love? He will reveal. The enemy might have had a right to take your peace because of something like that, your willful agreement with sin. But in this season, I'm praying for you to experience favor for the victory and restoration that we find in Jubilee. I'm praying for favor for the victory in this season and restoration. Listen to this in Leviticus 25. This is what it says about the year of Jubilee. The 50th year shall be a Jubilee to you. Receive it for yourself. Say the 50th year shall be a Jubilee for me. In it, 
say in it, you shall neither sow nor reap what grows on its own accord, nor gather grapes of your untended vine. Listen to this, for it is jubilee. It shall be holy to you. You shall eat its produce from the field. In this year of jubilee, each of you shall return and receive this word by faith. Here we see the Lord's promise of restoration. He speaks about how you won't have to work hard to receive your harvest. Oh God, that's what I'm talking about, favor. It will just come naturally due to this season. How does it come naturally? By you sowing faith seed. You receive the harvest of faith, glory to God. I'm praying you will experience this grace and ease in your prayer time. Go to the Father and request your healing and your restoration. Are you looking for healing from a broken relationship? Ask the Lord for healing. Are you in need of healing from a disappointment or abuse? Are there shackles you can't seem to shake? Somebody say amen. Don't hide from your sin. Don't hide from your flesh. Ask the Lord to give you what's rightfully yours, right out of the hands of the enemy. Get your peace. It is yours. Some of us are demonically afflicted. We've opened up our gates to the enemy, and he's in our lives. He's influencing our thinking. He's influencing our behavior. And it's time for us to cut off agreement with the enemy, confess it to the Lord, repent, which means turn away from that sin and turn toward the beauty of holiness in Jesus Christ. And to break agreement, break the covenant agreement with that spirit that is manifest in your life. Get your peace in this season. It belongs to you. Listen to what it says in Leviticus 25 and 28. I love this. It says, but if, say if, but if he is not able to have it restored to himself, then what was sold shall remain in the hand of him who bought it until the year of Jubilee. And in the Jubilee, it shall be released and he shall return to his possession. What is he saying? If you have not had the strength, if you have not had the faith, if you have not had the wherewithal to be restored until now, it says in the year of Jubilee, it shall be released. Come on. So you need to be able to what? Receive it. Empty yourself of your pride. Empty yourself of your pride that might make you hard-hearted to receive that which God has for you. You might say, I don't need it anyway. I'm fine. You might say, I don't believe this. All you need to do is have faith to receive and pray. If he is not able to restore it himself, then what was sold will remain in the hand of him who bought it until the year of Jubilee. And in the year of Jubilee, it shall be released. So in the the law, the enemy has a legal right to keep that which you sold to him until the year of Jubilee. Do you hear the breakthrough? So the enemy's been trying to use the law against you. He's been going to the Lord, just like he went to the Lord about Job. And he accused Job, what? He's accusing you to the Lord and saying, well, he sinned. I have a right to afflict him. I have a right to send demonic influence into his life. I have a right to, to afflict him with demons and devils. I have a right to afflict her with depression. I have a right to def- afflict him with suicidal thoughts. I have a right to afflict this person with cancer. I have a right to afflict this person with high cholesterol. I have a right to. But the Lord built in a way. The Bible says he makes a way of escape from every what? Trial. That's why we can have joy even when we're under affliction, because there's always a way of escape. His name is Jesus. Jesus is the Jubilee. Come on, somebody. The Jubilee actually represents Christ himself. Jesus is your Jubilee. He is your restoration. He came to restore everything to its original intent. 
So God will restore what you cannot restore yourself. Just ask and believe, trust him, trust Jesus, know your rights and demand them in prayer. The righteous judge will answer. Though he bear long, he will restore. Glory to God. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for your word. You said it converts the soul. But where we need to be converted from unbelief to belief, God, I'm speaking into this now, that we believe, that we will receive that which you have for us, that we have a legal right to. I speak faith now into the hearts of the people that are watching and listening. I pray they will go into their prayer time in their prayer closets and beseech the Lord. I pray they will give themselves over to this truth that you have desired to see them prosper and be in health as their souls prosper. I pray whoever is listening to this will receive this scripture into your heart. He says, I would that you would be that you would prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. He wants you to prosper in your soul and your body as well as your spirit. Make us whole again, Lord, where we've never been whole. Make us whole. Help us to believe that which we've never experienced because you promised that we would have abundant life. You said the enemy comes to what? Steal, kill and destroy our possession and our inheritance. But you have come that we might have possess life and life to the full. We want to be made whole in Jesus name. Amen. I pray the faith of God over you. I pray that you will run with this word. The Bible says, write the vision, make it plain so that he that reads it will run. You are intended to take the vision of God, which is in his word, and run with it. May you run swiftly and run with the horses toward the inheritance God is releasing in this hour. Go in his peace. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May his countenance be lifted upon you and may he give you great peace. You can reach out to us at mail at faithfireworldwide.com if you have questions and concerns or want to be involved in our prophetic fellowship. You are invited to uh, take part. Also, if you want to sign up for our newsletter, go to faithfireworldwide.com and you'll be alerted to our newsletter and what the Lord is saying, what the word of the Lord is for you. Also, uh, we are going overseas this year in 2023. And we're asking for people to support us. If you're moved by the Spirit of God to give, it's not that we desire a gift from you, but we desire the fruit might be added to your account. And we bless you for the idea of giving. You can give at faithfireworldwide.com. Until next time, I pray that you experience the depth of God's peace in new ways and that you will see him as the God of the breakthrough. In the name of Jesus, we see you. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Thank you.